Everybody, welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Count Aaron. And I am Subcount Vince. <laughs> it's a co-countship over this land, mainly yes. this house. Mostly, I get the downstairs and Aaron gets the upstairs mm. floors. Milk and eggs are shared, but other specific things are individually bought for the fridge and pantry. Exactly. I only buy the cliff bars for my nourishment and breakfast. While Aaron, he prefers kind bars. He keeps them to himself and does not share. You don't want these kind bars. You told me multiple times. But I never had even a bite of one, and you should let me have a bite. Do we need a house meeting now during this podcast? Well, I don't see. I can't get you any other time to talk about the issues facing the home. (laughs) Oh, look at that. It's not Halloween anymore. We can... (coughs) (coughs) What happened? I don't know. Something about having a spooky good time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mischief so f- Day uh, when this <laughs> podcast drops, and we just so started for- off. <laughs> so first of all, this is a podcast where we try to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball. Then we get together in front of microphones and have a good time, conversation filled with comedy and improv, as you just witnessed. We, we didn't plan that. Roasted. And you can tell. Yup. <laughs> uh, the second thing is this is technically our Halloween episode, so Ooh. get re- so what that means is, I don't know, nothing different. <laughs> Some obligatory ghost noises from me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a howling at the moon. <laughs> I will think about the song, Spooky Scary Skeletons. I won't sing it mm. for copyright, but. <laughs> and I'll probably sing a weird Dragon Ball version of the Monster Mash at some point. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was walking across the land. Late one night, when Goku decided to have a fight. That's right. He did the mash. Do, 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 he do. did the Saiyan mash. Do, 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 do. It was a smash. Do, 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 do. It was a capsule crash. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, you're we're, you're welcome, right. Internet. Rip that. Put it into a, a, a Tiesto track. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so before we before we can have our Halloween spooktacular, we have to do a little bit of what we call some Kame housekeeping. And the first order of Kame housekeeping is the One Minute Roundup. Cletus, is that you? Cletus! Uh, no. Oh! Then who are you? Um. Look, I'll just come out and say it. I'm a zombie. <gasps> oh, God, a zombie! I heard of you in stories. Uh, Let me pull out my gun. Oh, no. Oh, oh, you're afraid of this? Yeah. Aren't we all afraid of. Mortality. Oh, oh, well, mm. when you when you put it that way, I guess you have the ultimate perspective. But I don't. Uh, 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 you scare me a little. 
but your words are wise. Want your brains. Oh, you can't have these. Okay, they stay no, in here. I'm s- <clears throat> sorry. There was someone's hand in my throat. Oh, I. From earlier, I meant I want to pick your brains about cattle ranching. Oh, well, nobody's ever interested in what I'm doing, so uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and scene. And scene. How nice. Yeah, <laughs> what a nice turn. <laughs> so the one-minute roundup is where we do a Western, well, we'll say a spooky Western scene for this episode. To get to get the improv muscles going, ready to to rock out with our thoughts out on this episode, and oh, you dog. <laughs> but that really just introduces the one minute roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time Vince, has to summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball so far. But the caveat being that it has to be done within a minute. And sorry if this is real sloppy because we haven't technically recorded for several weeks. Oh. But I'm going to do my best for you, the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Okay. <coughs> In three, two, one. So there are seven magic Dragon Balls. When you collect them all, you get to make a wish for anything at all. Bulma meets Goku, a little boy from the mountains. He's got a tail. They go on an adventure to find the Dragon Balls. Along the way, they run into Yamcha and Master Roshi and Pilaf and, Pilaf and Poir and all these other characters. Uh, they get into some scrapes and Goku turns into an ape, stops that. And then uh, Goku's like, I want to fight in the Tenkaichi tournament. So he trains Master Roshi, beats Krillin. There are boys. They fight. Goku comes in second to Master Roshi in disguise. After that, uh, Goku's like, I want to get stronger and find my four-star Dragon Balls. So Roshi's like, go out into the world and train. Um, and so Goku goes off and trains uh, out in the real world. He, he runs into Mad Max-style bad guys, Tien Shinhan, who was a bad guy at the time, and uh, Green Fox. And then he's like, oh, shoot, it's time for the next Tenkaichi tournament. So then they go back to Papaya Island. Goku fights Tien Shinhan, and he comes in second uh, by a car's length, I guess. Um, then they're like, oh, no, King Piccolo killed Krillin. So now we have to get all the Dragon Balls to wish Krillin back to life and stop King Piccolo at the same time. And Yamcha fights uh, Tambourine and... Doesn't get killed. That is the most important thing to know about this episode is that Yamcha does not get killed. Yamcha does not die yet. One. He didn't die in the last one, and he's he, not yet. Yeah, but but trust me, we're we're crossing <laughs> our fingers. <laughs> we're throwing pennies into fountains, folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're trusting the youth to only take one piece of candy at this point. So you might be saying to yourself, "Well, that wasn't." Uh, enough uh, winning by a car length I'm, I'm sure that doesn't have any sort of hidden meaning to it but in case it did uh and you want to find out more just go back and listen to all of our old episodes yeah. you don't got to but you can but i'd also like constructive criticism if you don't like my work you know what <laughs> i'm saying so hit me up on twitter maybe yeah maybe cowards be part of the solution instead <laughs> of just part of the problem it's easy to criticize okay how about you do it constructively yeah, that's I'm all just we're kidding. Saying. I don't care. Just go back and listen to the old stuff if you didn't get it. <laughs> Put it in a compliment sandwich. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ooh, I love a good compliment sandwich. Mm. Mm. Some light mayo, some rye bread. Oh. So the last bit of comedy housekeeping is where we tell you that Vince and I watched two different versions of the episode. I watched the English subtitled version, and Vince watches the English dub version. And we do this because there one we did it by accident once. <laughs> two, <laughs> it's so. There are a lot of little differences between the dub and sub versions, uh, and usually the first one is the title. Vince, will you illuminate us with your title? With pleasure. Uh, episode 108 of Dragon Ball, Goku's Revenge. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. It definitely happens. Yep. Mines, uh, I mean, it also happens, but y- you tell me what you think. <clears throat> Episode 108 of Dragon Ball. Piccolo Daimo makes his landing. Aaron, I've got a, I've got a few problems with this one right, right off the bat. Right. We have been following this kind of saga now to the to the logical point where Goku needs to get his revenge, okay? And coming up on this episode, if you just saw that title, I would be pissed because I'm like, Goku is healthy, he's full. We just saw Yajirobe kill one of uh, Piccolo's henchmen, and like, I don't, I don't care if Piccolo makes a landing. I want to see what happens with our boy Goku and Yajirobe. So, um, yeah, I, I'm a little upset by that title, but look. I'm sure there's a, there's a good reason, and we'll get into it in the episode, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, I was just going to say, Pilico Daimo makes his connecting flight in <laughs> oh, Chicago. In O'Hare? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Piccolo Daimo. It's a bit It's a bit. Make sure he got, he got a Toblerone duty-free before his landing. <laughs> it's from Concourse A to Concourse D. You got to take the tram. Mm, I hate the tram. Why wouldn't someone just, I don't know, make the... Terminal right next to where I am. Just make the moving sidewalk go all around the airport. Yeah. Who's with me, right, folks? (laughs) 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 Right, college guy whose duffel bag is definitely full of dirty clothes your mom's going to wash. Hey, man. (laughs) I go to USC now. I'm chill. Leave me alone. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh. Well, congratulations, I suppose. Anyway, I'm going to be a doctor. (laughs) Oh, I missed the tram. (laughs) And And see. Man, Piccolo's got a hard time in airports. Yep. That that universal airport humor. Uh, Aaron, I could go on and on about a flight I recently took, but I won't. Because we got to talk about this episode. Yeah, we got to talk about a different kind of flight. Where Roshi, Tien, and Chiaotzu... They're just palling around. We see that they have three of the Dragon Balls. And then, well, I guess they wanted to save on animation. Because <laughs> Roshi has a flashback. He has, he has a few oh, flashbacks. Several, yeah, yeah. I guess, it's, is, it a, is it technically a flashback? If we still see him thinking about it. Well, I put in my notes, he's reminiscing. But it's very mm-hmm. similar to when Goku looked into the, um, the barrels of water. Uh, on Corrin ah, Tower, yes. even even the fact that it's like a circle was interesting. Uh, but yeah, it was just like there there were a couple moments in this episode where the Roshi, Tien, and Chatsu stuff seemed like they were just like we we need we need more time. We need yes. more time to do the rest <laughs> of the animations for the fight. So just just have them do stuff. Like there's it a lot of real time flying animation budget on this fight. It was great. It was a great fight. There's a little circle that pops up. He remembers the first time he met Goku when he saved Turtle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't remember something else during that time. I mean, he probably did, but, you know, <laughs> he kept that one private. That's for me. That's for all Roshi. Mm, a little snack for later. <laughs> he remembers Krillin coming in. Yep. Which was a nice moment. You kind of forget. Because I think at this point, Roshi's pretty sure that Goku's dead, right? To get morbid, but... Yeah, because they find another Dragon Ball. It's moving around. They think it might be Tambourine. And Roshi's just like, yeah, hopefully we'll see Goku if he's not fucking dead already. Yeah. And 
it's so it, it was a bit grim because Tien's like he makes a face he's like ah oh, uh, Jesus man <laughs> calm down as your student <laughs> you taught him for years uh, you beat him up yeah I watched you beat him up <laughs> uh yeah whatever life I am several hundred years old life is meaningless which would be an appropriate response from someone that old but yeah yeah Roshi he cares a little bit more than that. I mean, he's clearly, clearly, he's reminiscing. Yeah, he's having Maybe a good old time. He's hardening his heart. Uh, like, I can't be hurt again by another dead karate boy. I taught. <laughs> Keep it in, lock it up. It's nice to see that they're still doing okay, and they haven't run into too much trouble yet. But uh, trouble has found Goku and uh, Yajirobe. Tambourine is there. Oh yeah, he l- he says, "Quote, come at me." End quote. Interpretation, put bro at the end. <laughs> I know bro was, Im- it, bro was not directly translated. Bro, bro is implied. If you really studied Japanese, you'd understand that in that sentence and the way it's conjugated, that the bro is implied. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, uh, this is when Goku fucks him up. Because he does. Oh. It's great. It's a real DBZ fight. Yep. Not that it takes forever to start, but the all the actions are like, yep, Goku does that all the time. Mm-hmm. These are his go-to moves. He loves kneeing people in the back of the neck and doing a hammer fist so they hit the ground. He Ugh. loves running around in circles. Yeah, Goku shows confuse them. Goku shows off like some really impressive speed, and it's again the trope of like anybody who fights Goku doesn't think he's strong at all. Tambourine. You know, before the fight starts, it's like, are you seriously going to basically he's like, are you seriously going to fight me? I beat you so easily last time. We're we're in totally different leagues. Um, and yeah, I mean, Goku just goes off. His hair stands on end. I was like, is he going to go Super Saiyan? And he, he doesn't. But it's pretty, pretty close. Yeah, just, uh, you know, we say this a lot, but like, go watch it. I can't. Mino described good. They do a lot of really good impact hits and. You know, fluid transitions from camera angles, and it's a good fight. It's worth it's worth finding. I watched it twice. You did? I it was too fast. It was. I couldn't keep. I was like everyone in the Tenkaichi tournament. I couldn't keep up with them. Oh well. I don't have my karate eyes. Well, we gotta get you those karate eyes. <laughs> Come on, Elon. Let's go. Yeah, Elon. <laughs> Elon, you've been a problem, so just make us all have anime <laughs> eyes, please. Yeah. Make it make good on all of your bullshit and just yeah. do us that do us that solid. Give us anime eyes and give us um weighted shoes and clothes like Goku has. Yeah. So we can that, all be super work. strong. That aren't just detrimental to our joints. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it looks like he beat Tambourine. He pulls out this peace symbol. And I'm curious about this line reading. Because at the end of the scene, Yajirobe, awestruck, says, quote, I don't think getting him mad is such a good idea. I'm sorry, hold on. <clears throat> I don't think getting him mad is such a good idea. Okay. All right. So what is was there an English version? The English version of that line is like, uh, remind me never to get on that kid's revenge list. Whoa. Yeah. That's way better. Yeah, I, 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 that's why I didn't really write it down. I was like, that's a solid line. This is, yeah, that's what Yajirobe would say. And it just seemed like something that the English language would be like, uh, remind me not to steal his yakitori anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
he should have a dumber line. Be like, remind me not to be a green monster in this kid's area. Hey, Carol, can you take a note for me? Huh? Okay. You got a pen? Go get a pen. Did you get it? Hey, yeah, I got it. You got a notepad? I got to find it. Hold on. Oh, okay. I mean, I think I bought a new stack of legal pads. Did they should a, be on the a, top right drawer. Oh, okay. I thought they were in the bottom left drawer. Okay. I found you it. You good? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Start dictation. Got it. Remind me to never make that kid mad. Okay. Uh, do you want that reminder set for 3.30? <laughs> uh, yeah, the door will tie. 3.30, Okay, please. great. Right after your uh, 2 p.m.? Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so right after your 2 p.m. Can I make this a daily reminder? Sure, sure, sure. You sure. know what? Just put it up. Just tape, the, tape it to my door. Tape it to my office door. I'll, I'll tape it to your office door, but I also yeah. need your uh, Outlook account so I could add it to your calendar permanently and have it uh, 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 You know I never check that. But uh, we got Office Max for this exact purpose. Okay. Office. I'll just, I'll just do it. I'll, I'll just put it on your thing. Yeah, yeah. Just analog, baby. All right, don't call me baby. That that's oh, that's you're fine. I'm sorry. I, uh, Carol, it's it's been a day. I'm sorry. All right, I apologize. All right, that's fine. Um, should I cancel the rest of your meetings? No, let's. Uh, they're. I'm just gonna have to do them tomorrow. Let's let's keep going. All right, all right. I'm gonna go get lunch. I haven't eaten okay. lunch yet. Carol, come on. You gotta take care of yourself. I mean, I wasn't feeling too well, and then I decided to. You know, go for a walk. After that walk, I got coffee. Now I'm hungry again, so I'm going to go out. All right. I, yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to keep watching this child beat up a lizard person. All right. Um, do you need anything? No, I'm I'm, I'm good. Thank right. you, Carol. No, thank you. Thank you. All right, I'll see you in like an hour. And seed. Yeah, so Spooky. That, <laughs> I wish, yeah. The horrors of office politics. <laughs> yeah, if that's if he would have ended with that entire line reading verbatim. It would have been that, a much more fulfilling scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they wouldn't have needed all the padding that comes in after the commercial. <laughs> but so I, we, again, I, I feel like I'm teasing the wrong things in this episode. I'm like, wait till we get to the padding so I can talk about it. I mean, that is, that is the best thing in this episode. It is great. So Goku has defeated Tambourine. Uh, quote, this guy is completely unforgivable. All right. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that. I like that. Then he said something about waffle fries. <laughs> <laughs> Yajirobe is ready to eat tambourine. But unfortunately, tambourine is still alive. So he can't eat him yet. <laughs> Dems the rules. Uh, tambourine, he, he kind of feigns weakness, but then throws a, energy, a close-range energy blast at Goku. There's a little smoldering, smoking spot left. Yep. Uh, it looks like he, it looks like Tambourine is about to hit Yajirobe next. But then Goku behind him, just leaning, just being a real sass boy. Oh, yeah. You're the fool, says Goku, because he fell for it. That's true. You didn't think I could dodge that? Yeah, I think in mine, in my version of the show, he says something along the lines of like, Oh, you thought that blast was going to be enough to stop me? That was pretty weak. Yeah, we get it. He's a jerk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, you know, knowing that he's outmatched at that point, 
Tambourine makes a break for it. Goku says, oh, no, you don't. Power pole extend. He does the classic Goku thing where he, you know, starts saying Kamehameha before he puts his hands together. Mm-hmm. Midair Smart. finishes the saying and blast. He dissolves in classic Dragon Ball fashion in a blue pale light of energy. Yep. Heated revenge disintegrating the bad guy. Bang, bang, bang. No one dies a clean death in Dragon Ball. Oh, no. No one passes peacefully in their home. Yeah, no Yodas out here. No Yodas just dissolving. (laughs) No, it's, hey, do you want something that's a thousand times the heat of the sun (laughs) that evaporates you? But it's not so fast or hot that you don't realize you're being evaporated and you're very upset about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows on your face the anguish that you feel as your body melts off of the bone. Because that is how how everyone dies in this show. Somehow the energy blast slows down enough to where the disintegration starts at your outstretched fingertips Mm -hmm. and works its way down to the rest of your body. So you see your arms disappear before you eventually become nothing. And you can hear the echoing of your voice as you cry out, No! No! And there's just enough consciousness left in the ether floating around that you do hear the ding after it's done. (laughs) And that's the most insulting part. Yeah. Uh, To die a death Mm -hmm. in Dragon Ball. After that, King Piccolo is... King Piccolo's feeling that one like a migraine, like like a like a real bad hangover. King Piccolo's holding his head. Oh my god, I can't believe uh, I went out last uh, night. I only said I was gonna have one or two drinks. Uh, Pilaf, what did you give me? Well, I uh, I thought you'd like a hurricane, sir. I didn't know. I thought that was the something that destroyed things. Oh, it'll destroy you. Oh God. <coughs> I think I threw up an empty egg last night. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Oof. Wait, hold on. If we can explore that. Oh, oh what? That I had a miscarriage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I resist. Oh, I'm sorry. Look, I'm, I'm probably still <laughs> drunk from last night. I didn't want to have to tell you that. Sometimes when I puke up an Oof. egg, it comes out empty. Uh, it's just, you know, age and my lifestyle and stress. Oh boy, I'm just a child goblin. I don't know if I'm equipped to deal with this. I should have. I know I should have said. Thank you for trusting me and feeling comfortable around me enough to talk about this. I just lost another son. Okay, I just I lost my tambourine boy, and and now we're gonna kill whoever did it. All right, peel off. All right, we'll land the ship so you can take care of things yourself. Okay, great. Which is what you do say in the episode. That's what I yes. And piano, get out of my way. He's laying several eggs, mocking you. <laughs> he, he's very lucky he's so fertile. <laughs> and seed. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Women's issues. We're suspecting that, were you? <laughs> Halloween's got twists and turns, baby. I- I'll say this, I certainly wasn't. It wasn't supposed to happen that way. Uh, yeah, King Piccolo, wants, he's going to take care of things himself. Yeah. King Piccolo's tired, honey. Go play, go play in the den. 
So Yajirobe, he's mad because Goku disintegrated tampering. He's like, I wanted to eat him so badly. <laughs> and then Goku's just like, I got caught up in the heat of the moment. That's why I murdered him. <laughs> so casually. Oh, it's just a little angry. Uh, sorry, he's dead. Sorry. Sorry about the genocide, everyone. I just got a little carried away. <sighs> you know how it is when you got a full stomach. Full stomach and revenge in your heart. <laughs> yeah, a heart full of hate. <laughs> Sometimes you just obliterate another living creature without a second thought. We've all been there. <laughs> Tell that to all the flies I've killed. I will. Okay. In fly heaven. In fly heaven. <laughs> Can we go to commercial, please? Yeah, let's go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, Aaron. And it's me, Vince. I'm coming to you from beyond the grave. And I have been transformed into a snake by a witch. Anyway, enough about us. That's Here's right. some more about us. <laughs> We're going to go to Anime NYC this year. Yes. Clank, clank, clank. Chain sounds. It's the spookiest thing we could think of. <laughs> and yes, we'll be there Saturday, November 17th, just walking around. We didn't, we, they didn't let us get a table. But we tried. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we were ready to drop that dollar, yo. Maybe next time we'll be able to. To do so, but until then, if you're in New York and attending Anime NYC and want to hang out with us, we'll just be on the show floor checking out Artist Sally and all of the fun booths. Booths. Yes. They want to be spooky then. So, oh, well, I guess I got to, I'm possessing a vampire now is what happened. Ah, yes, Aaron has the power to possess other evil creatures. <sighs> but yeah, con contact us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or wherever. <laughs> you could send an email. Let us know where you're where you at. <laughs> and we'll, we'll come to you or we'll say, hey, we're eating at uh, a place in New York. This is true. Ah, I am you, a vampire. <laughs> who wants to share some appetizers with us? Yes, we like to split Applebee's apps two for ten dollars. We, we always split the check evenly, no matter what anyone ordered. Ooh. Ooh. So again, Anime NYC, November seventeenth, Saturday. During all business hours, we will be at the convention center. I'm turning into a bat. Bye-bye. And I'm a ghost again. I'm being busted, and it makes me feel good. Don't sue. Anime NYC, November 17th, Saturday. Just, yeah, yell at us, and we'll come find you. It's true. We'll do pictures. We'll do whatever you want. Oh, but yeah. Not well, I mean... Uh, we will do whatever you want. Asterix, we'll, asterix, asterix, asterix. We'll yell, keep fighting really loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah. people look All at us. All that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, see you then. Bye. Bye. Boo. 
Ah, ugh. whoa, whoa, jeez. Oh, but, uh, man. They, I mean, they really should put a warning rated M for mature on those ads. Yeah, because, like, I wasn't expecting any of that. There's and a lot of nudity somehow. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of nudity. Ooh, like, you didn't, very gratuitous. Like, unnecessary. Like, who Like who said this was okay? Ooh, uh, in, in 2018, in this climate? Mm-mm, not a fan. Mm-mm. But I, I am a fan of these cobwebs that got left behind after that ad read. <laughs> Just uh, cobwebs everywhere. Every freaking places where. you wouldn't on the ceiling somehow. So on the handle of the chair that I'm sitting on. No, ugh. Ugh. Halloween. <laughs> so, speaking of spooky things, Pilaf has a scary realization that someone else is collecting the Dragon Balls. He pops up that big old globe and he sees that there are three balls moving in a certain direction. And so they're they're pa- Pilaf is panicking a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. Hey, remember that real time those real time uh, sequences that I was referencing in the show? This yeah. is where it really hits home uh, because we cut to Roshi, uh, Chaozu, and Tien. They found this land of uh, thorns, giant rock thorns. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, it was like a forest, but thorny mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. crystals. Look, it's it's a low poly count, is what I'm saying. Yeah, low poly count. Not a lot of animation needed there, but what they did it's like a re, it's like a early Spyro world. Oh, don't don't even get me started on the remaster. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Um, just long extended shots of the Tien flying the plane to this cave that's on a cliff, and then like the actual plane rotating for a landing sequence and we get to see the landing gear come down and it's just quiet and we're just hearing them land and it's all very very strange and like just i'm just like let's get to it i want to see what happens (laughs) no no they have to follow the proper safety yes just like when you get off a plane we'll be landing in 30 minutes so sit down and put your buckles up put your seat up do all this stuff that you don't really need to do until like five minutes before we touch down, but we're going to ask you to do it even sooner. We're going to slowly descend in a circle. Yeah. Why? You know. What's air, what's air traffic control doing in those situations? It's <laughs> like, yeah, you're cleared for a slow circular landing. All right. <laughs> you're clear to like bank around. Uh, so uh, the sun just hits you right in the eyes. Hey, Tower, yeah. this is a uh, flight 482812 requesting landing at JFK. We are 20 minutes out. Just want to make sure that landing is clear. This is Tower. Uh, your flight path is clear. Uh, just remember to keep that. Uh, you got to collect all 50 rings before you land, and it's usually in a spiral pattern. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> Okay, Tower. Uh, we'll we'll be sure to do that. Just wanted to make sure that this uh, flight path is going to lead to maximum turbulence and a bunch of uh, unnecessary drops. Is that is that still in the plan with these rings? Well, you still have to avoid the uh, the bee enemies. <laughs> so, uh, yep. Up, you you missed the first two. You want to restart? Oh, uh, well. I guess I gotta go back. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly around in another circle yep. and then. Uh, mm-hmm. I see it. <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to give a message to the passengers. <laughs> okay, passengers, as we make our descent, notice that the uh, safety belt sign is on, and please put all your tables in uh, upright, stove positions, put away all of your electronics. 
make sure. I see the airport from here. Why don't we just land? It's ridiculous. And if you're wondering why we can't land, it's because I want to get a high score. Okay, I want to get a high score on these rig challenges. Uh. And seed. Uh, Superman sixty four. Yep. The Got same him. the same designer of Superman sixty four designed JFK Airport. <laughs> Take that, Nintendo. Up yours. <laughs> the hardworking men and women of the commercial airline industry. Take that, you underpaid, overworked uh people who keep us all safe in the sky. Yeah, yeah. How dare you work twelve to sixteen hour shifts? And your only perks are where you get to land and stay in a hotel that's prepaid. So they don't have to give you proper health care. All right. Enough of us taking down the airline industry. (laughs) Because we, yeah, we've been, wow, man, we've been real salty to those airline folk this episode. But look, you know who's real salty to airline folk also? Um, Crows. Or as I wrote down in my notes, Itachi Uchiha's Genjutsu. Oh, I wish I got that. That's only for the like funny. the six Naruto fans that are still listening to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> waiting for the references that I I dole out so slow. We know the main quest isn't Naruto, but uh, it's there. We want, <laughs> yeah, We're we, there for the side stories. We know it's gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just side quests. So, okay, let me ask this. So there's a bunch of crows. Right, right, right. They're attacking the ship. <laughs> They're attacking the little plane. Yeah. Why we care? Why? Why they are so stressed out about these <laughs> about, crows? About these they crows? It, no, our, weak, <laughs> our one singular weakness. Yeah, this exact amount of crows. <laughs> I mean, and they're worried. Like, oh, we've we've initiated the lighting sequence, and we cannot change anything because the crows are like kind of pushing it off of the edge, so it won't land there. I'm just like, just accelerate. The crows will cannot keep up with you. Yeah. Just, I don't know, leave. Just get Sully Sullenberger on there, okay? <laughs> he can land anything with birds around him. But Chiaotsu takes care takes cares of it. He psychically knocks them all out, so they are dead. I don't know. It looked to me like he killed them. I, I think I wrote they, down. They fall real dead like. Yeah, Chiaotsu kills them psycho kid style. <laughs> like in every horror movie where like there's just dead animals around a kid. And that's how I... That's how I hereditary see it. Spooky Halloween. Chiaotsu. Yeah, hereditary. So Chiaotsu stays to guard the ship for more crows, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Precisely. Roshi, yeah. Roshi and Tin just go down a cave and it's... Again, real-time oh walking sequence. Yep. A lot of nothing. Ugh. A lot of nothing. Water drips down from a stalag tight. Mm-hmm. I got it right. Tight to the ceiling. Goes down Roshi's uh, shirt, and he freaks out. That's it. Yep. A scare for our Halloween episode. Boo! A jump scare. I mean, this is the uh, Halloweeniest ep or sequence of events I mean, in Dragon Ball cave. so far. A spooky cave, red-eyed Ominous. crows, mm-hmm. darkness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murder. <laughs> A murder occurs. <laughs> Child murder. Child murdering small animals. Mm-hmm. A uh, literal God. sea of thorns they had to cross through. Yeah. Yeah, this is spooky. This is Halloween is AF. Halloween is <laughs> AF. <laughs> so Tien just steps on the Dragon Ball. Yep. That's how he finds it. It's so goofy. And again, 
slightly unnecessary. Like uh, if if I had if I had my pick, if I if I could have reworked this episode, the Goku fight with um, Tambourine would have lasted through the commercial. We would get this sequence. It would be truncated. Start with them running out of a cave, yeah. being chased by crows. That's it. And then, dun, dun, and then dun, you dun, have, dun, and then you have Chao Tzu do the finger thing that makes them all die. You yeah. know, that's it. Indiana Jones style, baby. Do it on the run. You start as late as possible in the scene. Exactly. There's no Chekhov's crow here <laughs> that we need to establish. But I'd, I'd also like to think that this is like a precursor to uh, how Itachi got his genjutsu and how he chose crows <sighs> to be his vessel for his uh, his uh, Sharingan and. Um, also to house the eye of Shisui, who, uh, you know, was the master of the body flicker technique and one of the strongest Uchihas of all of Konoha and an extension of all of uh, the Uchiha clan. Um, unfortunately, he passed uh, too soon after fighting Danzo, after un- uncovering his plan to, uh, you know, murdering the Uchiha. But then Itachi had uh, acted out anyway. So what's more scary than that? You know what I'm saying? Naruto references. <laughs> Lengthy ones, too. Yeah. The scariest kind. The scary boo and the disapproving boo. <laughs> so, Chouts, uh No, they get. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> I got too spooked to remember what happened. Aaron got the memory scared out of him <laughs> by my Naruto's fact regurgitation. Tien and Roshi are running out of the cave because more crows are chasing them. And then they just karate chop crows on their way out. Yeah, and it's viciously. Sad. <laughs> sad. It's really there, sad. There are close-ups of crows just croaking. <laughs> yes, at their feet, no doubt. Just uh, drop, yeah. Because then, as as we know, crows are want to do. They love shiny things. They love shiny things, and so they're attracted to just big old shiny balls. Oh heads. yeah, yeah. That's a, I mean, good gag, good gag that gets immediately played off of. Yeah, Roshi says, I don't know if he says this in yours, but as he's running out, he goes, "I shouldn't have waxed my head today." Ah! Whoa, yeah, whoa, mm-hmm. or any day. I mean, if you're bald, you got to put that wax on it, baby. No. Why not? Why would you wax, a, why would you wax your dome? You mean uh, sunscreen? To protect your skin. Oil it down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep Lotion it nice it and up. shiny. But I think there is, like, head wax for bald people. Is, uh... You just get, like, some... You get some, uh... <laughs> you get some sex wax that you put on a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> you have some puka shell neck, necklace yeah. surfboard to hang out and wax your head. I think we all know who uses a turtle brand wax. Oh, oh Yamcha? <laughs> no, we all know it's a uh, it's turtle. How do you think how do you think he keeps that shell so fucking fly? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shell has Stream no line. scratches. Well, that's his midlife crisis. <laughs> I got oh. myself a new shell. And I started using pineapple sex wax cuz I'm cool. <laughs> I got a subscription to Hims. <laughs> The hair restoration company that's being advertised on several popular podcasts. Yeah, I listen to podcasts too. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> there's something so very funny to me about Turtle looking at a Hymns commercial or a Hymns ad mm. on the subway, uh, listening to, to Scott Ackerman talk about Hymns. Oh, first month free? All right. It is embarrassing to have to talk to my doctor about ED. <laughs> Wait, is that for dicks or for hair? It's for both. Really? It's for dicks and hair. It's also it's it's hair and sexual wellness for men. Dare I say the dick hair? Yeah. What about you, that? Can I restore that? I'm sure you can. But you just have to, you know, give uh what is it? Sick, you have to let your doctor know and you have to make sure that you know you're right for the procedure. Just just take a few pictures of your dick hair, set upload it to the app, and then a certified doctor will judge you. <laughs> we'll judge and, you and see if you're ready for the treatment. It's that simple. Uh, <laughs> I just see all the doctors looking, Jesus Christ, people just keep sending us dick pics. <laughs> It's it's hymns for your hair on your head, not your penis or your Uh, balls. I get it. Penis head, head. It was funny up until the hundredth time. Where's the hers? Where's the sexual wellness for women and hair loss prevention for women? Yeah. When can, yeah, let's, I can't wait till we get that. Hey, birth control. You can get it however the fuck you want. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful time that'll be. And then it's advertised on podcasts. Yep. Because capitalism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The horrors of capitalism. <laughs> Do you, are you going to keep all that in? Yeah. All right. It's, I mean, it's a running gag now. It is a running gag Oh, wait. Now. Are you talking about just how we just devolved and started talking about men's wealth products <laughs> that are advertised exclusively on podcasts? Uh. You don't want to keep that in? <laughs> Maybe we'll get a sponsorship. <laughs> it's like, well, they do it for free. Dummy. You fools. Well, then we got to play that Drake song. <laughs> Just me. We talk so good, man. We shouldn't have to talk for free. Mm. But that song's more about him fucking. Because Drake fucks, apparently. <laughs> Did you get... Hey, breaking news. Drake fucks. <laughs> Tonight at 11, Drake fucks. <laughs> Are your children saying? <laughs> they are. He's hoes everywhere are excited that Drake <laughs> apparently fucks. We're here on <laughs> We're here in downtown Brooklyn where the hoes of Gavin in support of Drake and his fucking. I love Drake. That dude fucks, and he's on my fuck list. Drake, come on down to Brooklyn. I'll fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got to stay in now. Yeah, it's got to stay in now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> enough Drake. Enough, more Dragon Ball. Enough Drake. <laughs> Too much Drake. Not enough Dragon Ball. We 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 we've lost our train of thought uh. when like the best gag in this episode is about to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chaozu seeing the plight of Roshi, a fellow baldy. Because you know, yes. Chaozu's bald adjacent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he he throws his little yarmulke over to Roshi to protect him. That's it. It's very very sweet and kind. Yeah. And again, so many. It seemed like this was almost a blatant reference to Indiana Jones. He's like, "Here, take this hat." Yeah. Whoa. No, the- throw me the statue. Then I'll throw you the hat. Exactly. 
Oh, how good would it have been if Shao Tzu's like, here, throw, quick, throw me the Dragon Ball and just left. <laughs> he leaves them to murder more crows by yeah, hand. Yeah, they can't. There's no possible way they can, those first place winners of the Tenkaichi tournament can stop these crows. <laughs> also, why didn't Shao Tzu just do the telekinesis thing on those crows? Uh, his, you know, his meter. No, right. You had to, to wait for that meter to refill. <laughs> He didn't have any support items. Yeah. Dummy. Check your inventories. Um, Things get... Oh, boy. Things get kind of deep and dark here. Yep. So, Roshi. Uh, they get beat another Dragon Ball. They're like, oh, I hope it's Goku again. Maybe once, finally. <laughs> but Roshi's like, look, I'm just worried about how we're going to steal that last ball from King Piccolo. Because that's the only way we're going to beat him is by wishing him to die and not resurrecting Krillin. Uh. Yep. Tien has like a really hard reaction. And then he's like, but what about the evil containment wave? The Mafuba. The Mafuba. Which is the rice cooker. What about that rice cooker, Roshi? (laughs) Yeah. That's for rice only. (laughs) I know you Instapot motherfuckers trying to come in here. It's rice and rice alone. Anyway, yeah, we can't use that because you die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not even a guarantee that it'll work. Pretty much. Yeah, Roshi's very wary of um, trying that technique or or even speaking about it because uh, his master died. But Tian Also, bo- don't use my rice cooker. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it for years. The settings are great. I know the exact amount to put in. Pretty much automatic for me. Just don't. Yeah, the, just don't. Please don't use it. Because if I have burned rice, oh my god, I won't be able to. Uh, what am I, I going to do? I have very few pleasures in this world, and that's one of them. The others are shrinking and peeping on women in the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. You you seen my profile? It's all. <laughs> it's all out. there. I put it up in the blog. I'm not. I'm not scared. <laughs> I've got a good following. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Ooh, uh, back it up, back it up, back, back it up, back it up. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's dude, but it's the first time where it's this weird morality choice of like, well, we can use the Dragon Balls to defeat him and just wait a little bit longer to get our friend back, or we can get our friend back and then ooh, maybe hope. I mean, look, they're going to use the Mafaba, Mafuba, Mafuba. Someone's, I, I, I mean, I'll predict it that someone is going to attempt to use it. Oh, I'm I'm 100 percent sure it's going to be TN. Yeah, and it's probably going to fail. Uh, yeah, probably. I'm just I, look. Yeah, I'm assu- I, I've seen a picture of Goku doing things to kick P- King Piccolo. Is all I'm saying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. mm, we're getting and, so close. Oh yeah, we can't skip this scene. Or are you talking about the line? Tell me if it's different in yours. Um, uh, again, they're talking about the Mafuba. Mm-hmm. Uh. Look, we might die trying to do it. And then Roshi says, Yep. Do you really want Yamcha to face him all by himself? It's so and that, cold. And that shuts Tien up. He's like, yeah, you're fucking... Oh, damn it. You're right. So Roshi's not as cold-blooded in mine. He just says, like, if we die, that just leaves Yamcha to fight off King Piccolo. And he's in no condition to do so right now. Okay, he... There's a <clears throat> disclaimer on it, at least. Yeah, it's not just like... You don't want fucking Yamcha to have it's like, to do it, do look, you? man. Look, we know we know how you feel about launch. <laughs> you want Yamcha protecting her? No, no, no. God, no. 
Uh, guy's knees. Shiver. He shivers for a minute straight. His knees just break so easily. <laughs> I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> like, uh, like peanut brittle, this guy. <laughs> Mr. Glass, we used to call him in school. hey but yeah, that that's an important uh, an important thing to note yeah. because a, a new milestone in Yamcha's lowness. Yeah, Yamcha's so low on the totem pole at this point. Now that well, they've this... got Tn on board, Chaozu on oh, board. Champ. Good lord, Yajirobe's in the mix. Yamcha's just falling further and further down the rung of strongest person around. <laughs> well, he'll he'll get his redemption when Fighters comes out. Yeah, of course, of course. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. And then the last thing that's sort of a little ominous. Uh, Tian thinks to himself, ah, just as I thought, Mutant Roshi knows the true form of the Mafuba. Mm-hmm. So he's hiding. He He's hiding so something. Yeah, Roshi knows what he knows. That motherfucker knows how to do it. Roshi's too crafty for his own good. He just wants that rice. <laughs> it made that's why I released King Piccolo. <laughs> so it I could the, cook rice again. It made ah, oh, it was the perfect amount. Al dente, but not too al dente. You know what I'm talking about. Rice always <laughs> needs just a dash of evil. <laughs> uh, each grain separated perfectly. Ugh, oh, I'm drooling thinking about this rice cooker that, yes, can prevent evil, but most importantly, cooks rice. <laughs> uh, but <clears throat> speaking of drooling about food, Yajirobe and Goku. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> Yajirobe and Goku are just hanging out, waiting for uh, another one of King Piccolo's minions so Yajirobe can get his lunch. Uh, yeah, he, he has resorted to eating grass. Yes, he's just picking up grass. He's, he's so like, hungry. Oh, I'm hungry, but I want to. It's, it's the dilemma mm-hmm. of being on the interstate or a turnpike oh, and yeah. you're hungry. But you want to wait. You want to wait for something good. They're like, oh, I want that Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's like six Jimmy Johns or whatever on the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish. No, I. Worse than Jimmy Johns. There's, there's a Long John it's Silver's. The, there's a Nathan's Rest Stop. It's like, well, do I eat something there? You want and, that Roy Rogers? Oh God, no. Because it's there. No. Oh, stop. I mean, a Popeyes is good, but I don't. Just, I don't want just fried food. No, no, no. If you can't tell, we're very spooky, but also very hungry. Boo! <laughs> Ooh, hunger! Ah, the killer of thousands and no, millions! No, 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 okay. Too, uh, That's too, a little too ep- real. If you're going to hashtag this episode anything, hashtag it too real. Hashtag too real. Too real, too spooky. Because it's about to get too real when right above Goku and uh, Yajirobe is another Dragon Ball on Goku's radar. And then they look up, and what do we see? 99 pilaf balloons, the airship that is carrying King Piccolo for devastating killing and the badness and the stuff. Yeah, that's right. Pilaf's ship is right above, carrying King Piccolo bent on revenge over his oh, lost children. he is ready to moiter. Yes. Will King Piccolo beat these children? Will Goku somehow defeat him in this moment? Will Yajirobe get that winner, winner, chicken dinner? And will Roshi, Chiaotzu, and Tien run into a pack of seagulls they must defeat? (laughs) Will Yamcha know that everyone's talking shit on him? Yes. 
<laughs> all this. They, they texted to it. They, they texted him. They sent a, they did an Insta story specifically calling him out. It's like, hey, man, we just had this conversation about how we're going to defeat King Piccolo. And you're not and, involved. Uh, yeah, it's definitely not going to be you, bro. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, you can keep playing video games get, or whatever. Get better soon, dude. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Uh, but yeah, that's how the episode ends with King Piccolo ominously overhead. Yep. Spookily overhead, some might say. Mm-hmm. Like a full moon. Yeah. In front of a uh, man wolf. If you know what I mean. So yeah, if you so if you want to talk to us like no one did this week, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just gotta email us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. You can also go to kamehouseparty.com, our hub of information. Oh yeah. Our hub of information. I wanted to say it correctly this time. Uh, where you can get all the links to our social. Uh, I mean, we're Kame House Party and all the things. You can get the links to our personal social accounts. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there's a bunch of other stuff. Hey, keep an eye out for uh, streams. Some hot games just dropped. A lot of people are talking about that Red Dead Redemption 2, but, uh, you know, we got our eyes on something a little bit more animated. That's right. My Hero One's Justice is out. And mm-hmm. we'll be doing a stream of that sometime soon, I guess. Yeah. When the fighting stops. Yeah, when the fighting stops. Then we'll, then we'll start it up again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> when the spookiness stops. Yeah, we don't want to overload you with spooky yeah. Tokoyami and spooky All Might and spooky Midoriya. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, I hope they... Where's that Halloween pack? Oh, we need a Halloween pack for all anime games. <laughs> play anime, folks. Remember yeah. that. Play Yes. Don't just watch it. Play it. Play anime. And just like you do in My Hero One's Justice, no matter whether you're going through the menus and customizing characters or doing the story mode or just playing a little arcade. Or just living your just living your life, fam. <laughs> you gotta keep, keep-